What's happening, everyone? Welcome back to Speaking Mama, a Survivor podcast. We are here recapping the season 41 season finale episode, and we're going to talk about the, the overall season as well. Uh, tonight's a little different because uh, it is just me. Uh, Caleb's not here with me uh, because, you know, he's, he's just kind of a jerk, right? Uh, we can all agree that we don't want Caleb Whee! on this podcast. Baby, Alex, I'm like a sheep. I'm a lion in sheep's clothes. I'm busting through the door. I'm here on this episode. Don't listen to Alex. We are here and we are hyped for season 41 because Alex, as you know, I'm right yet again. I knew the great goddess Erica would come through and never a doubt in my mind all season long that she would come through and win this. I knew from day one winner pick, baby. Oh, it feels great to be yeah. a winner. You Okay, this this isn't fair because you knew she was going to be the winner. Now, now for context, we're talking about our fantasy draft. Caleb had two in the final three. I had zero in the final three. Erica was his winner pick from back in September when we did it. So Yes, congratulations, Caleb. But I feel like you cheated because you're on season 42 and you must have like talked in LAX or something like that on the way to Fiji. You, you figured out it was Erica and um, that's the Listen, only possible way you could Your jabs at of jokes about me being on season 42 can't take away because Alex, we did not do a fantasy draft last time around. Like just with just you and I, with just you and I. That's the, we're, okay. We're, where Correct. we picked, like where we where we picked together, did the fantasy draft. Yes, but in the pick. fantasy draft we did do, you and I both got second place. Correct, correct. That, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. But between you and I, I am now two in a row on winner picks, baby. And you you have had your success on yeah. fantasy tribes. You have you, had you your success. We've, we've had equal success. But I, you have not picked two winner picks but, in a okay. row. No, 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 no. Season 39 is the first time we did winner picks, buddy. Don't matter. Don't matter. <laughs> Don't matter. Uh, season 37, I had all three in the final three. Uh, season 38, my pick. Uh, I had two of the final three and you had zero. So, hey, And then come, in season 39, back. we both had one. I had two in the final four. Come so back. come back when you pick two winner picks from the beginning. Here we go. Technically, uh, <laughs> I am better at picking survivor drafts. Okay. Anyway, uh, we're excited to talk about season 41. <laughs> we're going to move past that segment because uh, I'm over it now. Uh, sorry, we're a little late in uh, getting this to you. I fell asleep right after the votes were read uh, finale night. And so um, not a thoroughbred. I am a thoroughbred. Thank you very much. Uh, so we are now recording tonight. It's it's the next week, but uh, we're excited to be here. Uh, Caleb, overall thoughts on the season finale? Oh, I'm hyped on the season finale because I, I won in the end. Okay, um, something other than about yourself. Yeah, well, that's a hard thing to do, Alex. Um, I, for some of us. What are my overall thoughts on season 41, the finale, finale in particular? Um. I thought it was, if I'm being honest, thought it was a kind of a run-of-the-mill finale. Um, I, and maybe maybe the reunion show or whatever, the after show or whatever has left a bad taste in my mouth because I kind of just thought that was a little boring to me. Um, 
as I was watching it. That and that's just my initial. I haven't watched it since it aired, so I need to go back and rewatch it at some point. Um, but I mean, I think just in terms of, uh, I enjoyed watching overall the finale. I thought the the Sean Erica um, kind of. The, the choice between the son and Erica at the end for the fire making challenge was, and then the, the subsequent fire making challenge between Heather and Deshaun was very enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a little surprised that Xander got zero votes. Uh, it was a zero vote finalist. Um, yes. I, just based off of several things that he did uh, again, uh, but we, we'll go into that overall. We'll it, it, it was a finale. I'm glad, I'm glad season 41's over. Um, it was fun to watch because because I, I was the person I was cheering for all season finally came through and shown forth. But you know that's just me. Right, right. <laughs> you know, did kill? Did we truly drop the four and keep the one? Did we drop the four and keep the one? See, at so I was rewatching the uh, finale after show pizza party yeah. uh, earlier today and. Jeff was like, if one thing's for certain this season, we truly did drop the four and keep the one. And I thought, really? Oh, well, it, it, you know, it is a different show um, from Survivor. Yes. So if that's the case, yes. Um, from traditional Survivor, at least. Uh, I, I, this just goes back into the, run, the, the theme all season, Alex, of Jeff and Survivor telling me, trying to convince me of one thing about this show. It's the hardest season ever. It's a new era of Survivor. Most challenging ever. You keep telling me that it is, but I just don't believe you. Right, right. Neither does Parvati. <laughs> well, if she doesn't, then... You know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think my thoughts uh very similar. It was a fun season to watch. Or it was a, uh, sorry, we're talking about the finale right now. It was a fun season finale to watch. I was rooting for Ricard. Uh, and so I was uh, about 30 minutes into the episode, lost interest. Uh, but <laughs> in- <laughs> hence me falling asleep after the votes are read. Um, no, this was because it was like 9.30 or something like that. But congrats to Erica. She did deserve the win. I was really excited for her. Um, also, uh, we forgot, forgot to mention in all of your excitement, uh, we posted on our story who we thought would win on Instagram. Um, and we asked our followers as well who they thought would win. Uh, and so shout out to uh, the following five accounts uh, who also predicted, similar to Caleb, that Erica was going to take it home at the final five. Uh, so we've got A.E. Tantio, uh, uh, the memes have spoken, K.E. underscore Chapman, Aaron.Heinlin, uh, and Mariah Page underscore 07. Shout out to those five. Um, what great, what smart and wise individuals. What do y'all know that I don't know? What do y'all know about survivor? That's clear. Okay. But what's crazy is, (laughs) uh, I think we had one person say Xander and we had everyone else say Ricard. Um, and so no one thought Heather was going to win. What? Come on. Which like, I think based off of that, like some scenes and things, I I think that I end the edit and like how people are reacting to Heather. I think Heather actually had a shot to win that bad boy um, really we just, we just don't know because we didn't see heather all season but heather was a badass in the fire making challenge no i know that's what i'm saying is i, I actually think like if we want to believe what the edit has said about how erica and heather's game were so similar well if that is the case then you could pick out take out erica and swap heather in there and maybe heather ha- 
can make the same types of case. She can't take the challenge wins that Erica right. could, but she could flip that to be that argument of I'm the oldest person here. Like what? Right. And I, I usually get voted out first and look where I am right now. So like, right. Well, and it, I mean, I, I forgot until to rewatching it too, that um, Heather almost won an immediate challenge. The one that Evie won. Uh, Heather oh. was, was second in that one yeah. where it's like balancing the block on your head. Yeah. Um, so she could have had it. I don't know. Uh, but I, I feel like when I think of Erica's at least final tribal council and, you know, I think of this cause I'm not sure if Heather could do the same. I think, um, what made it so good and so compelling for me, uh, was seeing Erica's level of self-awareness, um, in, in her ability to be able to articulate, here's how, here's what I did. And that question that Danny asked that I really liked of like, walk me through your original gameplay going into the season and then how it evolves. And both Deshaun and, and Xander had good answers, uh, but Erica really like took it up a notch to say like, here's why I did what I did. Um, you know, and even pointing out, yeah, everyone thought that Heather and I, you know, were a pair and I was just kind of dragging Heather along. Nope. You know, she was making decisions right along with me and just like kind of building up Heather um, on the jury as well. So that, that jury pandering without pandering, you know, was, mm. was very impressive. Uh, so shout out to her. I was, I was shocked that Ricard was such a champion for Erica. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure what, like, I, I, I'm not sure where that came from, or it, I guess we just didn't see enough of their relationship, but um, I was shocked how quickly he did not care for Xander's gameplay. Yeah, that, I mean, that's interesting. I think, I think that just goes to show, right, one of the things that we talked about was we were questioning why everyone was so hellbent on getting Erica out or how she was such a big threat, in particular Shan. Mm-hmm. And I think that just comes from the fact that we didn't see a lot of her gameplay based off of the edit. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I am surprised that, you know, maybe Ricard didn't go to bat a little bit more for Xander, mm-hmm. but I'm not surprised knowing some of the things that we heard on the season about Erica's gameplay that we just didn't see that. Totally. Cause there's Ricard that sh- was a stand for her. Yeah. And there's that string. You know, the first thing we hear about Erica, the first confessional she gets her storyline she gets is um, Deshaun nervous because he thinks Erica's too strategic and too good yeah. of a player um and then that storyline just died within the episode because Louisville won immunity right and so um now i was thinking about it today too it's like the i'm frustrated with the lack of edit that erica got especially um being the first female winner since season 34 it's like come on um give give us more right but i realized that Luvu won every single immunity challenge and there were three tribes and the uh what's it called escapade island escapade uh, island and so it's like there's so much to show that it, we didn't really get to see anyone from luvu right um the, the first half of the season so i i understand that i'm i'm confused on why there was such an over edit for a few of the players uh who ended up not winning um i i'm i'm still confused by that but yeah. yeah. Well, we can They're talk compelling. about a little bit in the season review. Um, sure. Yeah. Let's let's go ahead and jump in a little bit, Alex. To you know, normally we have a conversation around who was the outwit, outplay, outlast moments or players of the week. Well, yes. 
uh, that person is Erica because right. Erica <laughs> she won. She so won. Yeah. Um, there's no arguing those things. But let's let's talk through, uh, I think, some of the things that happened in the episode. And we'll just kind of go vote from vote. And any thoughts or, or things that you saw from this? Did people make the right decisions? Uh, mm-hmm. In particular, we have that first final five. Um, yep. And Ricard is finally immune, which like, Xander in particular, I think took a lot of heat from someone like Deshaun for not voting out Ricard earlier. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, he Xander played the risk of, yeah, I know he might win immunities, but I'm going to bet he doesn't win all the immunities. And we're going to take that shot then. And like, this is an example of like, this is why you don't take the shot early. Sometimes mm-hmm. it blows up in your face and that person has immunity idols or has what goes on a challenge run. And, th- and that's just what it is. But you take that shot and make that risk because it's, you know that if they don't win, you are smooth sailing to the end. I mean, Xander set himself up before final five to be in the final three. Um, yes. And so like, and Ricard was the obvious vote out um, of that. Yeah. Any thoughts from that vote? I have some things that something Xander, I think should have done. Yeah. But any other, <laughs> any other thoughts? Yeah, well, I, I'll, I'll probably say this. I'll take the words right out of your mouth, I'm sure. Uh, but you texted me at as they were deliberating that vote and said he should play the idol for Deshaun. Yes. Right? Um, and, and make the ally make a big move with his idol that he's had since the very beginning. Um, and then a few minutes later on the episode, he's toying with the idea of playing it for Ricard uh, and making this big move. And um, he doesn't. And that's... That, that's my beef with Xander. Uh, oh, he okay. talks a well, big game. But... Playing, well, okay, Sorry. first of all, Sorry. you know that the editor, the producers were like, so Xander, would you play the <laughs> idol for Ricard? And like, well, he should listen to the producers. Yeah, um... and then and then Xander's probably like, no, I, I wouldn't. Well, why would you if you did, Xander? Right, Just yeah, like, that's... we want that sound bite. <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess I wanted it to be a, a more uh, compelling moment. You know, it's something like... Uh, you know, Natalie Anderson final five moment where it's like, you know, jaws drops. Let, let's, let's make a big move with this last final tribe or last tribal council we have with an idol. Um, and we didn't see it. And, and I think Xander played a safe move and obviously got to the final three because of it. Um, and so safe isn't bad gameplay. It's just not compelling gameplay. Um, well, okay. Hold on. First of all, that wasn't a safe move. That was the right. Ricard was winning the season. Like if Ricard yes. gets to final three, like that was the right call. That wasn't a, it, it was safe in the sense of you leave him out of the final, final, final four fire making challenge. Right. But, like, but he, he didn't, I think he could have, I, I think he could have bought um, some goodwill with Deshaun in the likelihood or in the chance that Deshaun wins final immunity. Um, if, if he votes out Erica instead of. No, if he um, plays the auto for Deshaun. Oh yeah. So to be clear, what my thought was is yeah. that Ricard or Xander should have, there was a lot of conversation around like, should it with Erica and Heather in particular, which I think ultimately comes down to, they decided to vote out Ricard, but um, about whether they should keep Ricard or Xander because based off of, or not Xander, but Deshaun, um, depending on how they liked one or the other, or who is the more compelling player. Um, and if I'm Xander, I haven't used that idol all season. And so I'm going to play it on Deshaun so that I can make the case to the jury. It's like There was a lot of conversation going around on camp about whether to take Ricard 
or Deshaun. And I wanted to be 100% certain that my target went home. So the best thing I could do is use that idol I've been saving all season and keep Deshaun around and make sure Ricard goes home. And so, yes. like, I think ultimately someone could have probably have spun it of, like, no, we had already decided that, Xander. But still, like, do something with the idol. Yes. Um, yeah. And so I, I think it could have been interesting. Ricard was definitely the right vote there for all the players. Obviously, it wasn't the right vote for Ricard. But yes. Yeah. Well, and I, I was cracking up. I was watching his Ponderosa the other day. And as he was walking up to um, see everyone, he was just like, I can't wait for everyone to tell me how great I did. Uh, <laughs> it's like, he's like, I, I thought I was winning this game. Um, and I know he said that in the finale too. And it's, um, I think he would have. Uh, so, so spot on there, but uh, good on Erica, Deshaun, Xander, and Heather for uh, getting him out when they did. Yeah. Now I will say, I do wish we could have seen a, a scenario. I, I thought the final three was a all deserving final three. Yes. I thought it would have been interesting to see if we could have had someone like a Ricard in that final three and seeing what arguments would have been made and against Ricard or support, like, right. How, how would Shan ultimately have felt after that betrayal? Uh, we obviously don't get to see those things, right. but it would, it would have been interesting. For sure. For sure. Um, anything else with the final five? Uh, just talking about, you know, uh, my girl, Erica coming in clutch, finding the advantage, winning immunity, the immunity challenge. Whew, man, what a, what a great competitor. What a great episode <laughs> for Erica. <laughs> I, I will say they did that. The editors did that fake out there of like, where it looked like the Sean was about to find it or was in the trees. And then yeah. like Erica comes from off screen and like finds it. And I was, I was freaking out the entire time. It was great. <laughs> It was awesome. Yeah, really good. All right, what about uh, Final Four? So we vote out Ricard. We've got the Final Four. Um, Xander wins immunity uh, and has to decide who to take. Right, which is like from the game that Xander was playing is the perfect, like that's the outcome he wanted. Yes. Uh, gets, the, gets the big alliance broken up with the uh, Ricard flip, dwindles that down, has just Ricard left, cuts out Ricard, wins final immunity so he gets to like that's the script of his win and this is where it starts to go wrong for him apparently um i actually don't i think he had one of two choices and he made one of two good choices and he made one of them and that was not to put erica in the final final Mm -hmm. final four fire making because i think his logic of i don't want her to have a notch in her belt was was sound um and making the case of i think i have a deserving case i'm not going to let her have the chance to win um and and have another notch on me um and i'm going to and especially the way that xander like he heard everyone's pitches and then immediately went and said i'm keeping erica (laughs) and what i love about that is that it's like he had his mind already made up and so in final tribal if erica brings up like Oh, I, I convinced Xander to take me. Xander yeah. can just say, no, no, you didn't. I had already made up my mind. This is what I was going to do. I was going to take her. Um, and what I did worked. And so um, it, it was just interesting. I, I think the other thing he could have done is just gone to final fire with her yeah. um, and taken her out, uh, which is a hard thing to do when $100,000 for second place is on the line. Right. And after Chris Underwood perfected that move. 
And, okay, sorry. <laughs> War Dog. War Dog gave that move to Chris uh, Underwood. So he let's did. Just make, let's make sure that we give credit where. Credit Wait, War Dog won that season. No, no, but he told Chris Underwood what to do. But who won? Uh, I don't count that season as a win. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Great. Thanks. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, and he got, Xander got so much flack at the final tribal council for bringing Erica. Uh, and, and I agree, like the, in hindsight, right. It's like, everyone else is like, why would you take her? Um, I see his logic and I don't want her to have one extra thing on top of me. Um, but at the same time, Erica's whole case at the end was I was underestimated. I flew under the radar. No one thought I was a big threat. And Xander fell straight into that trap by bringing her to the end. And really, it only fueled her fire and her case to say, like, he thought I was weak. Um, right. and, and even Xander admitted, like, yeah, I, I didn't. I, I thought she was the least threatening. You know, that's why I brought her. And it's, um, it, I think it shows Erica's excellent gameplay. And again, that self-awareness piece that she knows not only herself, but how other people are most likely to perceive her. Uh, and she doesn't fight against it. She uses that to her, her advantage. Or at least she did uh, in this final uh, episode. Yeah, absolutely. I think and I, that goes back to kind of like, if I'm Xander and I want to make an argument against what like that, he really, his answer for, well, I thought that you guys didn't respect her gameplay, right? If he just didn't say that, right? And, and does right. a, actually, I knew she was probably a big threat but I still like my game against hers. So I wasn't going to give her another notch in her belt. So I'm going to carry her to the end. Um, even though I know that she's a big time player because I believe in my gameplay enough, right? Yes. Whether that is a correct, whether other people will agree with you or not, that is better than, well, I thought that she, you guys didn't like her. Right. Well, and, right. and even Jeff admitted it and Liana kind of poked it out um, in particular at final tribal council. That was Xander's flaw in the game was, he, he didn't understand the social dynamics around him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so um, it, it doesn't surprise me, that outcome. Yeah. Um, can we just talk for a second about the fallen angel, Heather, oh. and almost, almost came back and won that fire-making challenge. And, oh, what an epic fire-making challenge. Yep. Uh, I Caleb actually texted me right before it started and said, haha, what if this is like Cook Islands? <laughs> I just pictured he I, was wrong. <laughs> I was so wrong. It was the exact opposite of Cook Islands. It, it was, I think it was the most compelling fire challenge that I've, I've seen. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to think lo longer and harder about that. It was definitely the closest. Well, I, I, I will say, I think the Rick Devins and uh, Chris Underwood uh, fire making challenge was pretty darn close yeah that's well. true that's uh, true but not back and forth like yes yeah one was. it was wild but so i mean shout out to both of them for doing so great um i love deshaun but i wanted heather to win so bad just for the story of it like yes just like gets zero airtime and then wins in an epic way <laughs> and then wins the season right uh listen i think heather is someone we've all gotten around a win by like what a <laughs> man and like it's really only the like i've made this myth of heather in my mind because we didn't get to see enough of her in the season for me to actually love her this much but I, i'm gonna stand by it she's yeah. great she did say she wanted to model her game off tina wesson well you know you know I how know. i feel about tina oh i know a... and you know what At knowing that 
I think she probably did a pretty darn good job. I think so too. Doing I think that so too. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So okay. So we are we got through the final four vote. We're at yes. final three. Yes. Um, ultimately, we know how the uh, how the outcome of it. Spoilers. Um, spoilers, right? Uh, but let's take a moment, Alex. And do you think there's anything in particular that Xander or Deshaun should have said or argument that was made could have been made for their games and i want to make a caveat for all of our listeners out there is that we only saw a fraction of the conversation in this final tribal council and both of these people very well could have made this argument or any argument that we say because we just didn't see it um because it wasn't necessary because they don't ultimately win so but any, any thoughts that maybe xander or deshaun could have done um, I think I'd have to think about it a little bit more. I think um, I, I said this our last episode. I mean, I, I predicted that this would be the final three and that um, in the order that it'd be Erica first, Deshaun second, and, and Xander would get zero votes. Um, I, I don't think there's a way for Xander to win um, or, or get any, like, any more votes than he did, right? I was a little surprised Tiffany and Evie uh, didn't vote for him. Uh, I was, I thought they might just with how closely they worked, um, especially at that merge boot, but um, I, he had a lot of advantages. Um, He didn't maximize them, uh, which we talk about all the time. Um, And there's just something missing there, right? It was, he, he had a good gameplay, but it wasn't, he didn't have that special sauce um, to be able to close it. Um, and, and I think it's especially that, that communication piece. So I, I listened to the um, post-interview uh, with Erica on RHAP, Rob has a podcast, and she was like, yeah, I'm a communications major or a com- communications manager. I've been this in this role for 10 years. Uh, I know what it's like to speak in front of a crowd my ideas and have to pitch my ideas. Like, this is what I do for a living. Like, I, I know what I need to say, how I need to say it in order to um, convince these people. Uh, of something so i just i don't think xander had that killer instinct um that especially erica did right yeah and, I, and alex i'm not asking like could he have done it what if you were in his shoes what would oh. you have done to make that to make like right this is in a world in which maybe xander isn't as unaware of yes. the social dynamics at play yes i think i have to play my idol for deshaun at final five well and I have to, and I have to do the fire making challenge. Like I have to go all out uh, on big moves in order well, see, to try to win the big move vote because Erica didn't have big moves and Deshaun didn't really have big moves. I would have to try to win the big move vote. Uh, and, and Xander didn't do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that what I wish when I go back to that idol play for himself, I, a, I thought he should have played it on Deshaun to have that argument, but even if he doesn't play it at all, I think the worst thing that he can do with that idol is play it for himself in that moment. Uh, because if he could have walked into that final tribal council and had that necklace around him and said, you all knew that I had this mm-hmm. and I am here and never had to play it, but I used it time and time again yep. because I knew that this idol was more powerful than just to save me for one vote, but I could, and, and to be able to like, craft that narrative of how here's how i ran, i played i decided to be do the lone wolf strategy and yes. how i played it 
to perfection. Um, And and whether or not people agree with that versus Erica's, that's the argument I wish he would have made. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I think it could have been powerful to be able to say, like, I think Xander played a really good game. Uh, and And I said that from, you know, that first vote out when I think it's when Tiffany went home or I, or even when the, he didn't play it for Evie and he just kept the idol. Like I saw his strategy that he was thinking from going on. And like, I like, that was a really good strategy for where he was in the game. I just wish he could have articulated it more. Uh, again, Erica played a really great game. And I've already said, I think the final three are all deserving winners. Um, would, would have been all deserving winners. I just wish he would have made that argument. And again, maybe he did and we just didn't see it. And cause the yeah. jury didn't see it as compelling, but I think he could have articulated more control over the game from his, where he sat with his idol and not having to use it. And it's kind of like you said, he just didn't capitalize on what, what he did really well. Yeah. Well, and, and I like that. I, what you said of the lone wolf strategy, uh, because he really didn't have much of a social game. Um, and, and so w- what would it look like, you know, to admit that? Say, like, no, I intentionally didn't. I, I realized I didn't at, at the moment where uh, Tiffany and Evie and I were at the bottom and I had to vote out Tiffany. I knew, or everyone else voted out Tiffany. I had to vote out Evie. I knew I couldn't trust anyone. Uh, and also to throw in there that he didn't have a vote for the first half of the game. Um, yeah. You know, right. like it... it even throw, hey, drop the four, keep the one. We all know how many advantages were out there. I had my hands in all of them and I didn't have to use them. Um, yeah. And even like saying too, of like that idea of, and he kind of t- talked about this. And I've said this before in a previous podcast that we kind of gave him a hard time for sharing all of his information with everybody. Uh, but then at some point in the season, it, it became like, oh, well, no, we know what to expect from Xander. And so Xander could have made an argument at the end, like, yeah, I was super forthcoming at the end so that you would know certain things about me. And I capitalize on that later. Right. It's, it's again, all these like missed opportunities that we can see sitting on our couches at home that I just wish he would have um, really kind of hammered home for sure. But yeah, great, great game by him. Absolutely. Uh, What about Deshaun? Uh, What do you think he needed to say in order to get uh, more than just one vote? Oh, also, I don't remember uh, who voted for him. So it never said um, on Survivor Wiki uh, as of today, uh, that December 20th, it said Danny voted for him. I which, don't know if which that makes was sense. speculation or confirmation, um, but I would assume that as well. Yeah, I, I am intrigued that I'm intrigued that the vote wasn't closer than it what actually was. Me too. Um, I think that Deshaun's back and forth chaotic game chaotic like gameplay um really hurt him i and i really appreciated shan kind of like hammering home like hey emotional gameplay isn't a bad thing uh what what did she call it um it like uh not temper emotional, tantrum temper tantrums right which i don't yeah. know necessarily i don't know that i like that term but like <laughs> the shan really kind of like hammered like hey to be to play emotionally is a part of the game and so like we're not all robots out here thinking strategically, uh, computing numbers. Uh, and so that's just a part of the game. Um, I think I really only think, I think Deshaun's best, best move could have been to hammer home. Like this is why I had to play in an individual game. 
And this is how I recognize that the voting out Shan and then Leon, like voting out Shan in particular, lost me control of the game. But let me show you how I then helped myself. It kept myself in the game in order to get here. Um, and I, 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 I guess that's probably where I think their games line up is that I see Erica as number one, Xander as number two, and Deshaun as number three. Because uh, I think that he had less things to hang his hat on, if you will. Um, but I think the, the only argument he really could have made was, hey, I made a blunder, but let me show you how I capitalized on keeping myself in the game because it's I, we can't play perfect games. Yeah, I think a few things I thought with him, you know, he, he got called out early on for um, – kind of saying on Luvu, like, oh, I, I need to take out Sydney because I don't want Danny to have someone else. We need to take out Erica. We need to take out Heather. And he kind of crumbled and kind of, you know, stumbled over his words. And again, that could be editing. We don't know. Um, but uh, I wish you kind of owned that a little bit more. Um, and I think him owning that and especially owning the whole plot line that we got of him working with Erica and then Erica gave too much insight that she was really good at the game. And he then targeted her. Um, and had known since day six, seven, that Erica was such a good player, um, could have been compelling. Uh, I also think even just his, his back and forth and, and stuff about like, uh, his social cause, uh, to have a black survivor player win versus what's best for his game and taking out Shan and some of his like inner turmoil about that could have been a compelling case at the end to say like, you know, ultimately here was my rationalization for what I did um, in front of the jury. I think that could have been a compelling uh, final tribal council speech to listen to um, and could have been a a good conversation to have. Uh, Could that have won him the game? I don't know. Uh, But I do think that level of emotional honesty and vulnerability at the final uh, couldn't have hurt his game. Yeah, and I think that's what I go back to kind of like I said too about like owning that, hey, I made a mistake. I probably shouldn't have voted out Shan. I don't know that I would have won with Shan in the game, but that was a wrong decision for me to make. But here is how I saved my game going forward. Mm -hmm. Um, And even too, like I'm glad glad that you brought up the, uh, he kind of got crossed up in some like telling of people some things. Um, I think, and you know, as you said, really owning it and saying, yeah, I did those things. You're right. I, I totally did that because I needed you all to keep the target off of me. And so, um, I'm sorry. I played the game of survivor. Right. Uh, And and look where it's at. Danny and I are super close, you know, (laughs) and because we got out Sydney and Heather and Erica made the final four, like, because I knew they would like, um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I, again, I think, in hindsight, Deshaun's game, I, I, wa- I would love to know what would have happened had he not done his little truth bomb at Tribal Council with Erica. Yes. And how he would have been perceived going forward if that does not happen. Because I do think that drastically changed his game. Yeah. Well, and I, so listening to his post-game interview with Rob Hester Podcast was helpful in that. Um because he shared insight that he was convinced he was going home and he was like 
my ego was big enough that I thought I was bigger target than Danny and that they were going to take me out. Um, so he's like, but in order to help Danny's game after I'm gone, I'm going to blow this up and try to create a crack mm. between Heather and Erica on my way out so that Danny may have a crack to go in after I'm gone. Um, and so when he, when he frame it like that, I see it. You know, if, if you are so convinced you're going home and you're trying to help your ally, I, that could have, that could have happened. I don't know. Um, Heather in her post-game interview was like, oh yeah, I wasn't mad at Eric at all. Like it looked like we had to make up. We didn't have to like, I, Deshaun told me that before tribal. I just don't know why he did it in front of everyone. What? Um, oh my God. I, so I haven't listened to any post post-game stuff, anything like that so far. Knowing that makes me hate the move even more. Yes. Well, and that's what Heather, she was like, I, it just frustrated me because we were really close and it's like, he already told me that. And I told him, thanks for the information, but I'm going to stick with Erica for now. Um, and he did it anyway. So, um, you know, 24 days out there, 25 days, 20, however many it was, um, you, your brain's not thinking logically. So yeah, uh, I, for sure. I can see where Deshaun's <laughs> coming from. Um, Caleb, I would do the same thing for you, man. Cause we both know I would be the bigger target. Um, and so uh, you, you get voted out before I would, um, <laughs> now, uh, earlier today, I, uh, posted a question on our Instagram page. Um, and I want to make sure, uh, I picked out three of my favorite questions, uh, to answer. Uh, we've, we've circled around them a little bit, but they're all somewhat related. Uh, okay. So I'm curious. I don't know which one to start with. So, uh, we'll, we'll start with the first one. Caleb was Xander robbed. Was Xander robbed? No. Um, I don't think anyone can be robbed in the game of Survivor because you live and die on your game. Uh, and more in particular, how well you can articulate your game. And if you can't articulate your game well enough to the jury, then I'm sorry, that's, that, that is the penultimate part of the game. You need to be prepared to do that. Um, and Erica was able to articulate her excellent gameplay in a way that Xander was not able to articulate his excellent gameplay. Um, so from that standpoint, right. I don't think he can be robbed. I, I, again, I am honestly astounded that he got as few of votes as he, I mean, no votes at all. Uh, I, and I wonder, I wonder if this was a situation, which again, spoiler for season 40 winners at war. I know that there were some, uh, jury members that chose not to vote for who they wanted to vote for because they wanted to make sure that the third person did not win. And so they voted for the ultimate winner and, and, and cast their votes, even though they rather voted for someone else, but they didn't want votes to be split up. And so I don't know that that happened here. I, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm really am shocked that um, he didn't get any yeah, I, I, I would assume that didn't happen, especially because there were only eight jury members. Um, right. You know, winners at war, there were how many? 16 jury members. So it uh, makes a little, little bit of a difference. But yeah, I, I don't think he was robbed. I, I, I do think both he and Deshaun earned more votes than they received. I do think if I'm on the jury, I vote for Erica. Um, and so it, did he get the credit um, of his gameplay in votes? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but I don't think he should have been the sole survivor this season. Yeah, I, I, I would, yes, based off of how he how he argued his game, no, he should not have been the sole survivor. Yes. If I was arguing for his game, I, I might, like, <laughs> I, I'd have to think about it further. Right. 
Right. Uh, well, and, that, and that's a great conversation topic of like, um, if you're sitting in the final three, final two, whatever it is, how much of your game ma- like matters versus how you can sell your game. Yeah. Um, because it's a whole, you're sitting there in the final three, it's a whole different ball game. Um, Absolutely. And you have to sell. And if you don't realize you're ha- having to sell your game, you're not going to win. Um, cool. So Aaron, thank you for that question. Uh, question coming from Stacy. Uh, is there any scenario where Xander could have won? I've already, I've already told you. I, I, he, com- he comes yeah. in. Okay. And- what about like a final three breakdown? Um, it, in the final six, is there a breakdown where Xander could have won? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to use, I'm going to say he doesn't make the arguments that, that, that we make in terms yeah. of the social, because I do think it takes a level of social awareness to know that, um, that maybe I won't even have when I'm starving on an Island for 26 days. And so, um, yeah, Kill, I didn't see you in the promo. Were you there? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I wasn't on 42. So what? <laughs> Uh, but apparently Rick, the Rick Devins reincarnate is, uh, <laughs> the younger Rick Devins still your I spot, that, Caleb. That's an aside. Um, do I think, I think there's a world in which he has a K. I think if Heather, I, I, it's hard to say. I think if Heather's in the final three with him rather than Erica, I think there's a chance. Um, just because I don't know what Erica's argument would have been made. Um, and I think she, based on what we've seen, she did at least from the outplay category, she did less than Erica did. Um, yes. Like, like one hundred percent can't deny that. And so, um, I don't think there's a chance that he wins with uh, Ricard in there at all. Uh, and who was voted at Danny? <sighs> yeah, maybe if Danny. I, no, I, I think Danny's too well liked uh, to mm. be beaten. Uh, but right. I, I think I, I do think he like again. This is my bias showing in terms of their gameplay from what I saw, this is assuming Deshaun doesn't blow up his game like he did, or th- that he does still do that. It's assuming that he does do that. Uh, I, I, I think Xander has a stronger case than Deshaun. I don't know if he has a stronger case than Danny, though. Yeah. I was going to say, I think his closest shot to win would be uh, Deshaun, Heather, and Xander. And I think it would have been a tight race between Deshaun and Xander I do think Deshaun probably had more friends on the jury than Xander did um so I would still give it to Deshaun um so in short no I don't think there's a way Xander could have won uh but um I think it would have been closer without Erica in the final three for sure yeah I I, I think if he makes some of the arguments that I've would make four on his behalf. I think he has a chance to win. Um, but again, that's me knowing nothing about the jury, knowing nothing about these people, uh, only watching his gameplay. Um, I don't know whether or not the jury would have respected those arguments or not. Um, but I, yeah. I, I just, I think he played a really good game. Yeah. So Caleb, you probably haven't seen this. Um, but uh, for context, uh, I, I looked on kind of Facebook and the official Survivor Instagram comments and stuff like that, TikTok, and there was kind of a public outrage uh, the, the first couple of days after the finale thinking that Xander should have won. And I know I had a few people texting me saying Xander should have won, Xander should have won. Um, and, and in like, especially the Facebook comments on the official Survivor page, they were nasty. 
Um, and and every single person was like Xander got robbed to kind of all, all these different things and it was Xander 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 should have won should have won should have won um, and we even saw you know he got more of an edit more of a heroic edit um, as the season went on and uh, potentially even in the finale was rivaling Erica in importance uh, in the edit so uh, our final question comes from uh, DCP underscore org um, and it says does production do a disservice when casual fans are so blindsided by the winner, meaning that the edit is building up Xander to win and doesn't really show us a lot of Erica and then Erica wins. I, is it a disservice uh, to the fans to do, to do that? Or should it maybe be a more predictable edit of the winner? Mm. Is it a disservice? To, oh, so here, here are two things I think about is a, I think the entire edit of the season was hampered by all the twists and turns and, and escapade islands and adventures. And, um, and so that takes away from the story that you can tell about Erica. Uh, so I, in short, yes, it's a disservice to fans that Erica was under edited in the way that she was. Um, I think both, but like having been a survivor super fan, I can see Erica's winning gameplay in between the lines um, in ways that other people can't uh, because they're not, they don't know what to look for. I mean, you know, we watch other reality shows all the time now and like 10 minutes into the episode, I'll go either this person is going home or this person is going home because I, because I cut based off of one interview uh, like, or one um, confessional. And so like, and then sure enough, that person goes home. Um, yeah, I, the other thing too is I think this just reiterates that Survivor hasn't figured out how to edit a dominant social game um, or a really good social strategic game. I think we see it in spoilers, spoiler warnings ahead. So pause for 10 seconds if you want to. And Michelle Fitzgerald, uh, arguably in Tommy um, Sheehan. Like, I, I don't like we, I think yeah. it was agreed that he should have won, but not they didn't really show how like he did that and so right um uh, well, even then yeah and these under the radar social strategic games uh that's that's part of it right like you don't want to be out in the open making all the flashy moves to get the big edit because that's how you win is to be under the radar and and those two names in particular especially michelle um i see a lot of michelle and erica um kind of similar games right um in, well, in some of that subtle and just general social strategy uh, that we saw, not necessarily even the social relationships, but the strategy within those relationships. Right. And here's the deal though. We have seen it before. Uh, like they, they, they have done it correctly before survivor China that like the winner of survivor China yeah. is a social strategic player That's that true. does not do flashy moves. Per se. There's one big flashy move. Like, yeah. But that, that was a tag team of several people. And so, like, they should know how to do it. I, I just wonder if they think that it's not as exciting. Uh, and, and, and maybe that's more of a commentary on current modern Survivor that it's become so game-driven, in particular with advantages and um, idols, that it has lost some of that storytelling aspect that, we should have been hearing more of Erica's. Yes. This is what I think about the events. I mean, 
Millennials versus Gen X also had a social strategic player mm-hmm. that was edited to show us their perspective. Yes. Well, and that's that that was my beef, like even in 39. Um, but the, the people who they choose to narrate what's happening. Yeah. Right. Like we get closer to those people as audience yes. members. Um, and, and you're telling me there's no footage of Erica narrating what happened, you know, <laughs> like at the reward challenge or at the immunity challenge. Yes, there is. Like, you don't have to go to someone else talking about it. You could have her in front of us a little bit more, even if it's more subtle moves, it's not these big flashy advantages. Um, at least put us, put her in front of us uh, and, and help us get to know her. Because in a 20 minute um, podcast interview with Rob Hatz podcast, I saw more personality um, than what, you know, 13 episodes showed me uh, of Erica. And that's disappointing. Um, and, and I just, I wish they could figure it out. I think you're right. There's a lot of twists. Um, it's still, you know, 42 minutes, um, which is not a lot. I think, um, I mean, we can talk about Australian Survivor and the latest <laughs> season of like the person who won wasn't even the person who was narrating the whole season, but yet we still had a good uh, understanding of who that person was and their gameplay. Um, and it well, felt normal to yeah, to and I'll even say win. this too that I think it's a compelling thing to do to give Xander a solid storyline to make people like Xander and then be devastated that he lost because like they think that he's a deserving winner. But you should also yes. be able to couple that with what well, here is why Erica is a deserving winner as well. Uh, yes. and so like like i have been saying all night erica deserved erica like one she deserves that win but xander also played a really good game uh and i'm disappointed that he didn't get more votes and so yeah 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 all right well uh one final thought for me on the finale i just wanted to acknowledge um kind of the personal reflections on that like after show uh especially liana and danny really appreciated their um stories within that story i think it's a good reminder that um every person out there is on a journey and has that individual story and all of them are compelling so shout out to them for uh their vulnerability and sharing that um especially with like no prep time right like oh i i feel bad bad for all of them especially the the final three but it was like hey like stop stop feeding them pizza like let let them breathe (laughs) (laughs) get the cameras off them come on well, so also shout out to the one and only DK Chillin, um, because Thank you. I, I will say I, maybe I thought it wasn't as exciting. I'm sure that for people that don't know what happens after the, you know, they get the votes and Jeff says, we'll, we'll read these in New York or, or LA, wherever they're reading them. Uh, DK Chillin, when we, when we got to have a uh, chat with him over zoom, uh, shared with us, like, yeah, they bring out champagne and they bring out pizza and like it's like a big party. So like I knew that was going to happen, and so maybe that's why it was like less of an appeal to me. Because um, like yeah, this, that's true. This I, makes I forgot sense. That's where we uh, how we figured that out. That right. So I was like, yeah, they do this every season. Right, but I would understand that if you don't know that happens, that was a very exciting thing to do. Sure, sure. I, I also want to be like Jeff, get away, because uh, he's like, <laughs> give me some champagne, give me some pizza. It's like Jeff. Right. You, you had a good night's sleep last night. <laughs> let, let Erica eat. Come oh, on. man. Anyway. Uh, um, yeah. 
Any yeah. any final thoughts, Caleb? Uh, right, now I do think, a quick season recap. <laughs> I think we have exhausted the finale. Uh, okay. Pretty well. Perfect. Um, so, a couple questions for you as we think back on the season, um, Caleb. Who were your uh, top three players of the season? Top three. Uh, I'm going to go with my. Uh, well, okay. Top three players strategically. Uh, has to be Erica, right? She got the win. Right, she won. Yeah. Um, Ricard, obviously. Obviously. Um, and uh, I mean, I like as much as I think it was sloppy. I think Shan is the yeah. is is in there too. Top three favorite players, though. Uh, Erica, because yeah. you know, I she, once you win, once you're my winner pick and you win, like it's you, nothing but love from here on out. Uh, and um, Nasir, national treasure, uh, absolutely, uh, and another national treasure, Tiffany. Tiffany, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like people I want to see again is like of the season. It may it may be those two top. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I wrote down Tiffany is like she's the one I didn't think I would like uh, when when you know preseason or when it first started, but it really grew on me the most throughout the season. But. Yeah, my top three players, uh, exact same. I mean, I know you saw my notes before we uh, started recording, but uh, Erica, Ricard, and Shan, uh, for sure. So, uh, twist. Did you like the twist? What are, what are your thoughts, Caleb? <laughs> so I like the twist. No, I don't like the twist. Um, I, I'm, I, we may have to revisit that question. My initial thought is no, I don't know that I liked any of the twist uh, this season. Um, I thought of anything, the knowledge of power was a interesting thing, but based off of like, here's the deal. I think it would have been really cool and a really unique advantage if everyone didn't know where all the idols were because of the stupid little sayings. Yes. Like, Right. If if that doesn't happen, that advantage becomes a lot harder to pull off. Uh, but if it's harder to pull off, it also means it's more, I think, enjoyable for me if it does get pulled off correctly. Yes. And I love like a good ally stabbing another ally in the back. And it's like maybe that's the move, right? If yeah. You you don't know where your your adversary's idols are, but you know where your close your closest ally has one. So let's take it from them. Well, that's uh, like, and could have been really fun. <laughs> well, I always, I've always said, or that would be even cool if like you didn't have to do it in the open. Like, if, like, like, you don't have to say, ask that person in the open. You can just like steal their advantage if you know about it. Mm, uh, it's the same like extortion advantage type of yes, deal. Exactly. Um, and like, I've always said that if I, ex- we were playing with fire tokens and I got to extort somebody, I would actually extort my alliance members uh give up my tokens to them to pay the extortion and collect all their tokens without them knowing it and like to to like so alex you and that that sounds right like the most accurate thing i've ever heard Uh, because you i'd have all these tokens and you and we would all bond together because we would think who who's after us and i'd be like it's me i i'm after us of course you are (laughs) of course you are gosh uh Anyway, for me, uh, too many twists, too confusing. I'm still confused. Okay, this may be a dumb question, but this is a safe space, right? No, it's not. If you're listening to this, say yes out loud. Uh, 
so it's it's a it's a three-way shared idol right it that's what they called it um the the beware advantage right okay, yeah, yeah, yeah was there only one idol between the three of them or did no. all three have their individual idol they all have it's their a three-way shared idol they're all had their individual idols okay well they need to use better instructions it should have said like it's active no or something no like that. listen again i i want i want to i want them to have a new rule if it can't fit if the rules can't fit on an envelope sized piece of parchment it is too complicated no i i need like a a um a web page or a pdf or something no like that. that's the point alex is that we don't need it to be that complicated survivor tell me about the advantages and i will make a canva pdf and you can post it on cbs.com. <laughs> it, it can look like a, um, an, a receipt if you want. It can look like a resume. I don't care. Uh, just, just let me know. Um, anyway, uh, too many had literally zero impact on the game. Um, but no, no, no. It had no impact on the game, but it had way too much impact on our understanding of the game. Yes. Well, okay. The shot in the dark, right? Uh, I, take, I told you it wasn't going to happen. stupid. <laughs> I, I said at the end of the season, this wasn't going to matter. No, it wasn't going to come into that. play. We can go that. back and listen, Alex. No, we can't. Yeah, that's yes, not how this works. We literally can. Oh, I deleted that episode. Um, <laughs> but it's like for Sydney to be the only person the entire season to even use it and then for nothing to happen feels strange. Um, I, yeah, even like the, the do or die advantage with Deshaun, like that was strange. Um you know, I, I think it's oh, so I, I episode, thought like Dean okay. perfected it by getting the yes. Like I, I lied. I did like actually that twist. I thought it added an interesting layer to choosing to play an immunity out immunity challenge or not. Um, I was shocked. There was a 33% chance of going home, yes. but um, I liked that. How, what that does to the strategy. And so um I will also say, here is my promise to you, Alex, and to all of our listeners out there. Oh, buckle up. I'm going to go through and watch and count the minutes that Survivor this season spent explaining a new advantage, having to re-explain an advantage, out on Escapade Island, out doing something differently that took away from time that we could be seeing, camp life, learning about these players, getting to know them. And, and to see, because right, I feel like we were, you know, the question was, was Xander robbed? No, Xander wasn't robbed, but I feel like I was robbed of good survivor <laughs> content. And so I, I, I feel that way, Alex. The world revolves around you, Caleb. I, thank you. <laughs> but I, I don't know if that is actually true or not. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my due diligence and see how much time was actually taken up on the screen time. And maybe it wasn't that much. And we'll see. All right. Well, I look forward to uh, hearing your reports. A couple more questions as we wrap up this discussion. Caleb, uh, we heard every single person from the jury in the final three agree to this. We've heard Shan say it. We've heard Evie say it. We've heard Ricard say it. We've heard Jeff say it. Um, Was this the toughest season of Survivor? Great question. Uh, Very important disclaimer. I have never been on Survivor. I'm not on season 42. I don't know. Uh, what it's like to be out there. Uh, I don't believe that it was the hardest season of Survivor simply based off of the earliest seasons of Survivor. They literally got nothing to start with at times uh, and, and on top of having to hike and, and do all these different things and 
have to relearn new terrain. Uh, I do think it was an incredibly difficult season of Survivor, um, in particular food-wise. I can't mm-hmm. imagine not having anything, and, and in particular also not having any rewards of that substantial rewards that were like Applebee's Feast and right. uh, Outback Steakhouse. And so, um, yeah, that guarantee was absolutely miserable, um, but definitely not the toughest season. Yeah, I well, think wrong would have something to say to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and it's you know listening to um, other podcasts with former players when they're all like, absolutely not. That that's not the toughest season. Um, that's what I go off of. You know, people who have been out there that I trust, and if everyone else is saying, oh, absolutely not, then I have to agree with them. Yeah, and but we also I think it, I think it we, was tough. It was yes, tough. and we also have to reiterate. Like I've said this many times. Production Survivor really wants that, like, it has a narrative to push about the toughest season of Survivor. And I'm sure they got asked that time and time again. And they were really reiterated to use that language and so, um, and reinforced to do so. And so, I, this is nothing to take away from their experience. Uh, right. I just also don't want to take away from other people's experiences on previous seasons. They can all be tough together. They can. They can. But right, not, Caleb. but not tough as nails. Oh. <laughs> You're like CVS, man. You always got to You got to get the plug. But no, I've I've watched multiple episodes of that, and I still have no idea what the concept is. Oh my gosh, um, I'm so. Is funny. it a reality show? Is it a competition? Or, I don't. I'm so funny. <laughs> Caleb, two more questions. Uh, did 26 days have an impact? Uh, on the game this season compared to the standard 39 100% absolutely it i, I think we more. saw i think we saw how fast and chaotic it was um i i think to its detriment um i don't think people had the chance to develop strong relationships um and and or to intermingle with other relationships right and so i i don't like the pace at which was played. I know that Jeff really likes that pace of, of Survivor, but I think it, as much as Jeff also talks about how he loves the the human element of this, like give them the 39 days to breathe. Now I say that they had to do 26 days this time. And that makes sense. I'm not going to knock them. Like this was a terrible decision. Like they did it in order to keep, the filming cycle on schedule and do quarantining, keeping people safe. So, and that's what they should continue to do as long as we are dealing with COVID. Nice save, Caleb. Right. Nice Thank save. you. But, uh, but the thing is like, it's not that like the 39 days is what is needed. Um, hey, if we want to go hop on board with Australian Survivor and do, you know, 50 something days, let's, let's do that. Let's but go. 26 days is too few. Yeah, I, I like that you said it kind of took out that human element where, you know, that downside piece where people can have fun and, uh, you know, Tony can, you know, I think like the most memorable scene I have of season 40 is like Tony's ladder, right? Or yeah. it's like that tribe kept winning and they just had days and days of not going anywhere. And, you know, they're doing all these hijinks together. And that's, that's fun to watch. We get to see um, who Tony is and get to, you know, love him as a character to then see him progress throughout the season. Um, and we missed that. Uh, now, I think pacing of watching it as just a viewer, I didn't see that big of a difference. 
but I'm sure like I was scared it would feel like oh we're only on day five and it's episode three it's episode four come on um, I was shocked we're looking at what day it was most episodes uh, but it didn't feel that way at least from my perspective I do think gameplay was probably hindered and somebody I can't remember who exactly it was in the post game um, they said due to the shortened game they're pretty sure um, people didn't explore all the relationships that they could have explored um, especially post-merge um, which ultimately could have affected the outcome of the game yeah and I I, I, it felt to me, I, I felt like it was too fast that people didn't have the chance to build relationships. Um, I even, even especially early game, right, we talked about it before, like that first vote out. And then the next day you're probably getting ready to vote. So like, sometimes you yeah. need that one extra day to save yourself and to develop a new relationship. And we didn't get to see that. It's true. All right, Caleb, my last question for you in this season recap, who's returning? Who is returning? Well, I hope Nasir returns because I love that dude. Um, we got to try to get Nasir on the podcast, dude. Nasir, if you ever listen to this, I please come on. I will. You would make make my day. Um, and so, <laughs> uh, man, I I just love I, the joy that Nasir brings to being on Survivor. Is I think I I think what I like him so much is because it really just captures the joy of I, I feel if I ever had a chance to be on Survivor. And so um yeah, he's just great. I but realistically, I you know, I think Ricard has a chance to come back. I think uh uh Shan has a chance to come back. I, I think Deshaun has a chance to come back. I think um I mean, heck I think I I uh, Leon I anyone in the uh in that alliance of Liana Shan uh, Deshaun and Danny have a chance to come back um, and play again. I think it's probably going to be likely that Xander gets a shot at coming back. I don't know that he deserves. Like he played a really good game. Like he just. I. 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 I think there's more compelling people from the season that. Uh, and let's be clear, no one deserves to be on Survivor. Right. That's just you get to be on Survivor. Um, but yeah, I like those are those are the people I, I would love to see Tiffany again, just because I would love to see Heather again, just because I didn't get to see her this time. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I uh I agree. I think Ricard and Shan are the, the top two in my mind. Uh, obviously team Alex. Uh, I want all of them to return. So that would also include Sarah and Heather and Liana, um, along with Ricard and Shan. Uh, that'd be a great, great tribe. So, um, yeah, but Ricard and Shan, I think, are the, the top two, in my mind, who should return and, and probably are most likely to return as well. It'd be really fun to see them on the same season together, maybe Ooh. a second chances too. Are they friends? Are they not? It could be like a friends versus foe season. Dude, that's uh, our Kate, season. I know. That's what I was. You, you stole it out of my mouth, man. <laughs> if Caleb and I, we, we want to get cast together on a friends versus foe season. Um, it could be great. So, uh, that survivor couldn't handle that. Uh, like we, the, the, the other 18 players couldn't handle it. That's Actually, what I'm saying. We couldn't cause we would go after each other. <laughs> We'd be like the, you voted out your mom people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you went after your friend. I don't care. <laughs> All right, Caleb, any, uh, any closing thoughts? I am. I enjoyed watching survivor. I'm glad it was back. It started off really strong. I was really excited for the season, the twist and the turns of 
the new advantages took away from my enjoyment of the season. Uh, but ultimately, I am was happy to see a finale where I saw three deserving winners. And honestly, I mean, I, we didn't just didn't see enough of Heather. Uh, I, I believe that she was probably a deserving winner. We saw a final five, final six that would have been all deserving winners. Yeah, I think this cast, um, they're really not out of the, out of the park. Um, again, I wish the twist or the edit didn't take away from um, some of the cast, but uh, overall, good season. And it's just sad that now we're back in, um, you know, the dark ages between Survivor seasons. Hey, uh, AU Survivor is coming months. out soon. I was just about to say that, man. <laughs> Dude, get on top. Get, get on the my level. Trailer, the trailer just got dropped today <laughs> uh, featuring Sandra and her daughter playing Australian Survivor, Blood vs. Water, February 2022. Um, we're going to be talking about it. Uh, if you have any ideas for our, uh, you know, Dark Ages, No Survivor season currently on the air podcast episodes, let us know. Maybe we could do a couple debate episodes of some of these players. Uh, from season 41 that'd be fun uh, or some other ideas we have brewing but uh, I think that's all I have Caleb any uh, you're good that's right, it man. I think we're good let's let's happy holidays people happy holidays follow us on Instagram at speaking llama uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or where, honestly I don't know where else you would listen to podcasts but wherever else you listen to them <laughs> we're probably on there subscribe to us um we've been bad about posting on instagram lately and so if you subscribe you uh get a little push notification that we release an episode even if we didn't post about it on instagram so uh have a great uh, holiday season everyone and we will speak llama to you potentially next year